This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. We'll talk about that and a few other things I want to get to today. But we begin this afternoon with, I guess, what's turning out to be a real Alberta versus Saskatchewan issue. Maybe even to some extent a Calgary versus Regina slash Saskatoon issue. And if that's what it's going to be, I think we need to put politics aside here, folks. doesn't matter who's the premier of Alberta or who the premier of Saskatchewan is or who the mayor is or anything. I think we got to be homers here. So the prospect of businesses leaving Calgary and going to Saskatchewan is certainly a concern. Now, look, Calgary competes with all kinds of cities. And we're really in an international economy. So certainly businesses are going to look to where they want to put their head office, where they want to set up shop. And I guess in a way, we're all competing for that. But we got this story this week uh, that the Saskatchewan government has been reaching out directly to Calgary-based oil and gas companies, not just urging them to relocate to his province, but offering incentives. Now, there's been a suggestion that doing so might actually violate the Northwest Partnership, so we might have a more serious issue on our hands. But how should we respond and how concerned should we be? I think Calgary's got a lot going for it. Do we just let the appeal of the city speak for itself? Well, joining us on the line for some thoughts, very pleased to welcome to the program, Scott Crockett, uh, Director of Marketing and Communications with the Calgary Chamber. Scott, thanks for joining us here. Welcome to the program. Thanks, Rob. Pleasure to be on with you. Uh, look, I guess if we want to look at this selfishly as a city, I'm sure we're, we're more than happy to welcome all kinds of businesses here. If they want to leave Saskatchewan or, or other provinces or jurisdictions, I, I guess we're okay with that. But how do we come at this issue, do you think? Well, Rob, I think what this tells us is it's a it's a timely reminder that we're in a global competition for talent, for business, and for investment dollars every day, and uh, we need to take this kind of thing very seriously. Um, every level of government needs to be focused on our overall competitiveness, and, and like you said, this isn't just limited to Saskatchewan and Alberta, even though that's making news this week. Uh, you know, we get competition from the United States and other jurisdictions as well. Right, and, and that's, that happens on a regular basis. So I, I don't know that it it's the case then that we respond in every single case that it becomes a negotiation that we we, we need to to offer specific things to spe- spe- specific industries so how do we go about then marketing the city well, I think that Calgary stacks up very, very well against a lot of the competition. Uh, you know, our quality of life here, our abundant talent, our educated workforce, our lifestyle, everything like that. And uh, and frankly, you know, I think Brad Wall is uh, a good guy. <laughs> I think he put forward a budget recently that showed uh, the ability to have tough conversations on revenue and expense. But I think he's just outright on the wrong side of this issue, Rob. Uh, I think as resource-intensive Western provinces, we need to be talking about growing the economic pie and uh, not fighting over where offices are located. Well, I, I guess, you know, but it becomes political, doesn't it? Because, uh, you know, if, if company A moves from city A to city B, uh, then the mayor, or the, the premier, whoever in, in city B can, you know, pat themselves on the back and say, look what we did or look at the jobs we created, et cetera. There, there's, there's some high political stakes here. There certainly are, and uh, you know, it's it's not lost on us that a certain aspect of this may be political, um, but uh, you know, a certain aspect of this is also very business related, and businesses are constantly doing these kind of calculations, weighing out the costs and benefits of uh, cities that they locate their operations in. Um, locations that they put their investments into. And so while I think that uh, we may look at this and see a little bit of a, a political battle going on between the governments of Alberta and Saskatchewan, we should also look at the dollars and cents and say that there is a real economic battle going on here too. 
Well, there is. And, and look, obviously, policy is going to factor into this. I mean, businesses are going to look at, uh, at taxes, regulations, everything that's involved in, in setting up shop or remaining in a certain jurisdiction. Obviously, uh, that's outside of your hands of the chamber, Scott. You, I mean, businesses in Calgary got to deal with what they're dealt. So how does that factor in? Well, it factors in hugely, and actually we're, we're battling every day to get governments to pay attention to this. Uh, that there's a cumulative impact to businesses of all of these additional costs and increases that are being put on them. And if there's one message that I could tell you that I'm hearing from businesses, and I hope the government's here, it's stop making it so hard to run a business. Um, yeah. You know, we've got, uh, within the last couple of years, we've seen increases to things like property taxes, corporate taxes, uh, EI premiums, minimum wages, the carbon levy. Uh, you know, we're looking at doing um, the provincial government is looking at doing a change to the labor code and employment standards code and we can argue the merits of each one of those and some may make more sense than others but when you layer it all on top of each other it's a lot of additional weight for businesses to be carrying right well that's the thing it's one thing if uh, another jurisdiction i mean we, we can't control what they do if they want to to offer specific incentives or whatever they want to do to try to lure business but i guess it's more relevant here at home that at least let's make sure we're not chasing businesses out Absolutely. And I think, uh, I think, frankly, what we should be focused on and try and make sure our governments are focused on, and you can, you can help do that, as I know you do, is uh, let's keep the environment competitive. And frankly, I think that's a little bit more important than these sort of uh, boutique um, incentives that are offered. Most great businesses are not particularly looking for government handouts uh, or subsidies to make them do well. They're looking for a competitive environment to help them succeed. Right. Well, yeah, I mean, some don't, don't mind that, I suppose. But no, you're right. I think that, that's, that's more important. Now, what's your sense, though, of, of where we're at? Because uh, certainly what we've been hearing is that maybe the worst is behind us in terms of the economic downturn, that maybe 2017, 2018 more so will be years where we start to see some growth. What, what's your sense of where we're at? Well, we're absolutely picking up an increased sense of positivity in the Calgary business community, and we're seeing that in the in the surveys we conduct in the economic indicators. 2017 is absolutely looking to be better than 2016. Uh, I would describe it more as stability, though, than return to any kind of uh, excited party time. I think that um, really slow, low economic growth is the the norm that we should get used to for the next while. But I think there's a strong chance things are going to get a little bit better, not worse, in 2017. Well, let's hope so. Uh, in the meantime, more at uh, calgarychamber.com. Scott, thanks for checking in with us here today. Appreciate it. Thanks a lot, Rob. All Talk right. Scott Crockett, uh, Director of Marketing and Communications with the Calgary Chamber, calgarychamber.com. So, uh, look, it's something that, that they're certainly aware of, something we got to pay attention to. So we touched on this yesterday, and we'll get to some of the audio as well from Premier Notley today responding to all of this. Uh, so she's raising some concerns and, and again is raising the point about the new West partnership. Now, as you recall, going back to this whole bit of business with the uh, beer subsidies and the craft brewing subsidies, you might recall initially when the NDP took their first swing at it, uh, they brought in a more favorable rate for Alberta breweries and for breweries in Saskatchewan and BC because of the new West partnership. Now, that approach kind of blew up in their face, and they went back to the drawing board and uh, started anew. But it's just a reminder of, of how the new West partnership and this trading relationship between Alberta, B.C., and Saskatchewan is, is relevant. So what we have happening now is the premier of Saskatchewan offering specific incentives to a company to relocate to his province. Uh, economist Trevor Toome on Twitter points out Article 12 of the Northwest Partnership Agreement addresses this specifically. 
that signatories to the agreement shall not directly or indirectly provide business subsidies that A, provide an advantage to an enterprise that results in material injury to a competing enterprise of another party, B, entice or assist the relocation of an enterprise from another party, or C, otherwise distort investment decisions. Now, it may come down to how you define a subsidy, and it seems like the agreements may be a little vague on that point, but it does offer a a more broad definition of what that might be. Uh, You can see how it would apply here. So, you can raise concern if you want, I guess, about how committed the Notley government is to the Northwest Partnership, because even, I think, going back to the beer issue there, uh, what they're offering now in terms of subsidies to Alberta breweries, maybe in a way does also violate the New West uh, Partnership. Uh, certainly, these trade agreements are there for a reason, and certainly they should matter. So in this instance, if Saskatchewan is, is violating that, then I think we're right to call foul. Again, I get the sense that this is political, though. There are certainly people here who are maybe more on Team Wall than Team Notley. But I think when it comes to something like this, as I said earlier, I don't, I don't know that politics should matter. I think it should be you know, Team Alberta versus Team Saskatchewan. we we got to be homers here. Certainly we can call out the government, whether it's the provincial government, the municipal government, on what they're doing, what they're doing wrong, what they're doing to discourage uh, entrepreneurship and new businesses in Calgary and in Alberta. But here we got uh, the Saskatchewan government, I think, uh, you know, playing a, a bit of low ball uh, in, in trying to uh, swoop in and, and steal some of these businesses here. What do you make of it all? 403-974-8255. We're back with more right after this. All right, welcome back. 403-974-8255 is a number. As mentioned, we'll get to some of what Premier Notley was saying about all of this today. Uh, and, of course, she's going to respond. But she's raising the point as well about the New West Partnership. We got a trade agreement with Saskatchewan. It's pretty clear when it comes to offering specific incentives to get a business to move from one city to another, one jurisdiction to another. So maybe Saskatchewan's running afoul of that agreement. Uh, It's in place for a reason. I think we need these kinds of trade agreements. It would be nice if we had that kind of trade agreement right across the country. We actually had free trade in Canada. Uh, But let's not throw out the New West Partnership. So what do you make of this? Let's go to the phones. Uh, Owen's on the line. Owen, go ahead. Hi. So, uh, I, I mean, we're getting, I mean, if it happens, we're getting what we deserve. I mean, we, we stole all these businesses from Saskatchewan and, and Ontario to begin with in Montreal. I mean, uh, we created an environment in Alberta for businesses to prosper and, and people with risk capital who want to take a chance to come here with a opportunity to, to turn to, to make a profit and succeed. Uh, the fact that we have taken away the Alberta advantage and, and uh, created an environment for businesses to fail instead of prosper, that, that's, no, that's not Saskatchewan's fault. That's Alberta's fault. That's our government's fault. And, if, and I mean, if we have 30% unemployment, I mean, that's our problem, not theirs. I mean, we took most of their population, too, over the last 30 years. I mean... As far as I'm concerned, the business of government is to create an environment for the population to prosper. The population can't prosper unless businesses prosper. You can't prosper on the government dime because that's our dime, and the government runs out of money. And I mean, we're just we're just getting ourselves into a whole world of hurt, anyways, because we're borrowing all this money at zero percent, 
And what happens when it hits 5 or 6%? And we're paying $10 billion on uh, interest on the debt. I mean, we're going down the road of destruction, and nobody wants to do anything about it. Everybody just cries for more money and more benefits and more government employees, and we're just going down the road of grief. So as far as I'm concerned, we're just getting what we deserve. Okay. I want to appreciate the phone call. Uh, again, I mean, at this point, there's no stopping any businesses from, from leaving Alberta, setting up shop in Saskatchewan. Uh, and maybe some have. I'm, I'm not aware of any at this point. But th- this is, uh, it seems, the government of Saskatchewan specifically trying to lure a certain company. Not just saying that, hey, you'd be better off here, but offering some other incentives for this company to move. So if you need to offer incentives beyond what you already have in place, in terms of taxes and regulation, etc., then maybe you're not as competitive as you think you are. It's interesting, though, the CEO of Whitecap Resources, quoted in the Financial Post today, saying this, we can't do this right away, but certainly we will take it under advisement. In Alberta, we do not have a government that is business-friendly. We have continued dialogue with the Saskatchewan government right to the premier who answers his cell phone if you need to contact him. So that's interesting. Let's go back to the phones. So we'll say hi to Monica. Monica, go ahead. Oh, hi, Rob. Um... I just want to make a quick point. I, I honestly believe that um, uh, these com- most of these companies probably will take up Brad Wall and his offer, but they're going to hang around for the next couple of years and just see what the next election produces. Yeah, and yeah, I think maybe. you're already seeing you're already seeing uh, um, international players pull out of the of the, tar- of the oil sands project. So. You know, what's, the, what's to stop the, the local companies from just pulling up their tent pegs? Well, but there are other companies buying up those problem. assets, too. Right? What, what, is, what is, I mean, yeah, other companies are buying up those assets. But what, what does Saskatchewan offer that, that Alberta doesn't right now, do you think? Right now? Yeah. Probably, uh, probably not much more. But if they're going to um, give the incentive of lower taxes, lower corporate taxes... And they're going to pay for the move, and they're going to, you know, they're going to come up with all these subsidies. Then why wouldn't they? Right. I mean, if the if the, the bottom line, I'm a business person, okay, business owner. Yeah. And the bottom line is your cost of doing business. So if everybody's out there scratching their head wondering why is it why is everything so expensive in this city? Well, it's taxes, people. Taxes. The bottom line is if you're being taxed to death which we are, um, believe me, uh, I'm moving, I'm going out to BC. I'm going to set up shop there. And I'm taking, and if if anybody wants to come with me, that's fine. But if not, then I'll just hire BC people. It's no big deal. Right. So you're talking about the the taxes in BC? I'm just talking about, well, just the general lifestyle out there. (laughs) Well, yeah, there's that going for it. It's a little bit slower pace of life, but you know what? No, taxes are eating me alive okay what kind Literally. of business what kind of business do you have monica i have a renovation business yeah and there it's just it's being that i'm on the outskirts of, of downtown with my shop i am literally being like my taxes have gone up or oh, the property taxes yes yeah yeah and i can't i can't i, I just can't keep going like that i have to I have to raise my prices, but in order to, re- if I raise my prices, am I being competitive anymore? Right. No. No. 
Yeah, it's a tough spot you're in, and uh, a lot of businesses are in too, which is, I guess, kind of why we're, we're I, at where I we are. Here. I have a, a friend of mine who who is uh, who runs uh, directional drilling. They're in the same boat. They've yeah. they've moved um, they've moved uh, uh, from one shop to another. They've downsized, and and you know it's starting to get busy again, but. Um, it's a breakup now, so, you know, who knows what the summer's going to bring. Yeah, no kidding. Well, Monica, I wish you all the best. Thanks for phoning in here today. Appreciate it. Thanks, Rob. All right, take care. Uh, we got a break here for the top of the hour. We'll have more time for your calls. Play for you what the Premier had to say today in response to all of this. Time now, though, for Great Ideas, brought to you by Park2Go Value Valet. No need to search for an empty parking spot with door-to-door drop-and-go valet service. Reserve and save at park2go.ca. All right, here we go. Welcome to this hour of the program. Rob Breckenridge with you. We'll talk about corporate welfare in a little more detail later in the hour. Aaron Woodrick uh, from the CTF, Canadian Taxpayers Federation, joins us. We'll talk about this uh, sweet deal that Ford scored for itself. Uh, once again, government money going into the uh, automobile industry. Uh, I guess we have a tradition of that. I guess next to Bombardier, probably the most subsidized uh, industry in this country. So we'll talk about that after one thirty. I've got some other issues to get to uh, later on today as well. Uh, continuing with this conversation, though, about now Alberta versus Saskatchewan when it comes to luring businesses. You know, we had a previous caller point out that in past years, there were a lot of businesses maybe that moved from Saskatchewan or other parts of the country uh, to Alberta or to Calgary in particular. Right? There are a lot of factors that go into the decision as to where a business is going to set up shop. What kind of business are you talking about? What is it they do? What do they need? Right? Those are key factors. I mean, obviously, taxes, regulation, et cetera, that matters. But look, let's not kid ourselves. I don't think Toronto and New York have the lowest taxes. There's all kinds of other reasons why those big cities tend to have more of the head offices. I think Calgary's got that big city thing going for it, more so maybe than either Regina or Saskatchewan. And do you have a business-friendly climate? What does that mean? I think in Alberta, there's been some uncertainty on a lot of fronts, which I don't think businesses like uncertainty. You don't know what you're going to be getting from the government. How, does it, how do you make investment decisions? How do you plan for the future with uncertainty? I think that's hurt business in Alberta a lot. Clearly, we've heard about what's happening with certainly property taxes for businesses in Calgary. Uh, here in Alberta, I think we made the mistake of raising the corporate tax rate. Uh, 10% was a real advantage for us. They got, uh, that got increased to 12%. If you want to compare us to Saskatchewan, Saskatchewan is still at 12% on the corporate tax rate. Uh, they'll soon be at 11. So they will have uh, that advantage. On the small business tax rate, Saskatchewan is at 2%. Alberta is going from 3 to 2%. So we'll be at the same on that. We spoke yesterday about the measurement of the marginal effective tax rate which is an annualized value of corporate taxes paid as a percentage of the pre-tax profitability of marginal investments. So when you compare Alberta and Saskatchewan, by that measurement, Alberta still comes out ahead. So again, if you're uh, an oil and gas company, like this one in particular that we're talking about that got the, uh, the appeal from Brad Wall directly, there's a lot that they got to consider. All right. Let's uh, play for you here what uh, Premier Rachel Notley had to say today about all of this. Uh, on this first answer, she was asked the question specifically about what Bradwell's doing and how it relates to the Northwest Partnership and her agreement that maybe he's violating it. 
the, the efforts of the province of Saskatchewan at this point uh, likely do violate the Northwest Partnership as well as the, uh, um, uh, the AIT. Um, and, you know, here's what I would say. If I was a business owner that resided in a smaller market, say Saskatchewan, uh, that depended on an agreement that gave me access to a bigger market, say Alberta, um, I would be very concerned by a leadership that was taking swings at the very trade agreement that gave my business access to that larger market. So I would suggest that it wasn't necessarily the wisest approach um, by the political leadership of Saskatchewan uh, to do that, because as you rightly say, it's actually a breach of uh, a trade agreement. And that trade agreement actually promotes back and forth uh, business uh, operations that, that contribute to prosperity on both sides of the border. And you don't touch one without pulling a really large string. And so uh, I would be a bit concerned if I was a, a business in Saskatchewan. And I would suggest that in the long term, if we're going to grow prosperity throughout Canada, what we need to do as government leaders is invest in growing businesses in our provinces, not trying to steal business from other provinces, because that's a zero-sum game and it doesn't help everybody out in the long run. All right, so an interesting answer there from the Premier. First of all, uh, she called it the Northwest Partnership. It's the New West Partnership. Uh, maybe she should get up to speed on that. But I, I suppose it's nice to hear the NDP talking about the advantages of free trade and not wanting to put those agreements at risk. I don't know that the NDP has a stellar record when it comes to defending free trade, but uh, baby steps anyway in the right direction. Because I think it is a valid point on Saskatchewan's part that they too benefit from this agreement. So if you're going to start acting outside of it and jeopardize that agreement, you're going to hurt yourself in the long run. Even if in the short term, maybe you can uh, skirt around the deal, uh, throw some money at a company, and all of a sudden they move a few dozen jobs from from Calgary to Saskatoon. All right, uh, one more here from uh, Premier Notley on this, uh, speaking uh, today in Red Deer. I think that letter also suggested that um, uh, Saskatchewan uh, didn't have any form of carbon pricing, and I would suggest that unless Saskatchewan was looking to leave confederation between now and January of 2018, uh, that statement's actually not true. Um, and so that was the first thing. But but in terms of sort of the different perspectives uh, towards economic development, uh, I wanted to maybe just read a little quote uh, from the TD um, Bank and their, their economic analysis of the respective budgets. And they talk about Alberta's and they say the recently tabled fiscal year 2017-18 budget was, this is Alberta's, was stimulative in nature, with the government continuing its commitment to investing in health care, education, and social services. As such, Alberta is expected to move from the worst-performing provincial economy in 2016 to the best in 2017 and then in 2018, with economic activity expanding by more than 2% and continuing to lead the country. So my view is, is that our government has, as I said, made a commitment to lead the recovery, not follow the recession, and that in the long term, uh, Alberta continues to be the best place to uh, start and grow a business, and that we continue to enjoy a significant tax advantage over any other province in the country. All right. So what do you make of all of that? Now, again, she, she said about trying to, to steal businesses, and I, I don't think that that should be the goal. But if you are genuinely, legitimately the most attractive place to do business and other businesses want to relocate there, that's naturally going to happen in the course of things. So that's not stealing businesses. So are businesses moving to Alberta? Is that happening? And has that been happening at all since May of 2015? 
Right. Again, if Rachel Notley is going to boast that we are still the most attractive province to do business, where's the evidence to back that up? All right, let's go back to the phones. Um, We're time for your calls. This is Adam. Adam, welcome to the program. Hey, Rob. How's it going today? Real good, thanks. Good. You know, I just want to first reiterate, you know, that I I really admire Premier Wall um, to kind of have the gusto to go and do this. Uh, You know, I certainly am a big supporter of him and and, uh, am not a supporter of Notley. Um, Unfortunately, I just want to say, you know, for the very specialized industry that the oil and gas business is, I really see it as a non-starter that any oil and gas company of any size would look to move to Regina or Saskatoon, not because they wouldn't want to and wouldn't want to support Premier Wall, but the, the amount of professionals that they need that they employ generally are all based in Calgary. You don't have, uh, you don't have a roster of geologists and engineers and landmen and, and uh, all the support staff that go with it uh, sitting in Regina or Saskatoon. Mm-hmm. Um, people have congregated in Calgary in the, in the gas industry for for 50 years now. So, um, you know, on the service sector, the service side of the industry, maybe. Um, you know, I, I certainly am a supporter of Premier Walls, but I, I just don't see that this is going to get much traction. Okay, well, maybe we're looking at what he's doing through a different lens, because to me, I, I don't know that it takes courage for a government to, to offer to throw money at a business in order to get them to, to create jobs or come to a city or stay put somewhere, because governments do that all the time, and we call it corporate welfare. Why, why do you think what Brad Wall's doing is different? You know, I, I don't see it as corporate welfare. Uh, Brad Wall isn't coming and giving an interest-free loan um, to a big conglomerate that uh, has generally lost money every, you know. Um, Brad Wall is... is uh, in a way, an entrepreneur in, in himself, in how he's trying to grow his province, um, and, and is courting the very companies that operate in his province, which is which is great. You know, the Crescent Points, Whitecaps, Husky, Pine, that's great. Go after them. I, I don't see that they're going to move, but uh, you know, he's he's encouraging business. Uh, he's not uh, he's not propping business up. He's not you know, promoting crony capitalism. He's just, you know, uh, trying to trying to grow his province's economy and sees that those companies are, you know, likely the, the, the engine that's driving it and that will drive it. Well, but there's a difference, I think, Adam, between saying, hey, you know, here's what we have to offer. Here's why Saskatchewan's a great place to do business. Uh, yeah. and, but but what he's, he's going beyond that, though, because he's talking about subsidizing the relocation costs. He's talking about helping find space for them in, in unused government buildings. So it seems to me that, that he is going above and beyond simply saying we're a great place to do business, and he's offering something directly and specifically to this business. Well, and, and I would, I would uh, suggest that likely there's, um, I feel there's a difference between what he has done and what the feds have done for Bombardier and now Ford. Um, he's rolling out the welcome mat, absolutely. He's trying to grease the wheels, absolutely. He's not giving them an interest-free loan in an environment where his, you know, his province is running a big deficit, which they are. Um, he's, you know, he's seeing it as, hey, we can give a little bit of a tax break to XYZ Oil and Gas, and they're going to come and they're going to bring 20, 30 people who are going to buy houses, spend money, you know, help drive and grow our economy. No, but it's, uh, but it's the same argument. 
right? You're not saying that, look, we, we have low taxes, period. You're not going to get a special break if you move here. You'll pay the same low tax rate as other businesses. That's luring business. But when you say to company A specifically, here's what we're going to do for you and you specifically, and we're going to reach into our piggy bank uh, to help you out, that, that to me is corporate welfare. Well, I mean, uh, I, I'm not in Premier Walt's head, so I can't say for certain, but I mean, I would expect that if, if any operator who operates in his province picked up the phone and phoned his direct cell phone, which he apparently has, um, and said, we want to relocate to Saskatoon or Regina, um, he likely would uh, he likely would have some things in mind to try and make that happen for them. Um, is that corporate welfare? I don't think so. I, I think he's promoting business. Um, I don't think he's giving an interest-free loan to a... A you know a big aerospace company that uh, okay, but well, wouldn't doesn't that promote jobs? Doesn't that I don't, do the same I don't thing? See, I don't see how me as as a, an Albertan, but a Canadian taxpayer is going to benefit in any way, shape, or form from Bombardier's bailout. Okay, but no, but let's say that that in this case, White Cap Resources says, you know, we need a an interest free loan. If you guys are willing to do that for us, yeah, we'll we'll happily set up shop there. Well, I, I don't know anything about the Saskatchewan government giving them an interest-free loan? No, I, I don't think they are, as far as I'm aware. But is and that is that kind support, of where you draw the line? I wouldn't support that either, absolutely not. But if he wants to give a tax break to companies removing, uh, you know, moving there to help, you know, in, in that way, he's encouraging business just like a landlord would uh, give a reduced rental rate to their tenant for the first year. Um, you know, uh, and he knowing that with it, they're going to drag along their 30, 40, 50 staff who likely will, uh, you know, come and buy homes and spend money and promote, you know, growth. Okay. But that, well, to me, it kind of seems like a meaningless distinction because you could make the same argument and say, look, a government's going to give these companies interest-free loans. They're going to move to the city. They're going to have all these people buying houses. Uh, It seems like the same thing to me. Yeah, no, I mean, I would disagree. But I think in the end, it's a mute point because I I really just, like uh, my my opening comment was, uh, I just don't see that these companies... uh, are going to make that jump, at least not now. Uh, God forbid 2019 goes the wrong way in Alberta, and, and maybe then. But uh, right now, I, I think they probably are going to sit pat because uh, all, the, all of the, the resources and the infrastructure for oil and gas are still based in Calgary. Yeah. No, I think you're probably right. But I, look, obviously things are happening in Saskatchewan. There's drilling activity in Saskatchewan. There, there are companies doing business there. And, yeah. you know, and it, it may, should, may appeal to, may appeal to we, some. We shouldn't lose sight of the fact either that a lot of the companies that are working in Saskatchewan are busy in Saskatchewan do still have Alberta assets. They're not, uh, in most cases, solely Saskatchewan operating companies anymore. Right. Um, so, you know, uh, like I said, I still think Calgary likely has the, the infrastructure and the professional network that will keep them for the time being. Yeah. All right. No, there you go. Adam, thanks for the phone call. Appreciate that. Uh, some good points there. 403-974-8255. Quick break here. We're back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.